Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, October 7th, here we are. It's National Chocolate-Covered Pretzel Day. I know I said I'd be start bringing these national days, so I had to bring this one. It was slim pickings, so mm. we're stuck with chocolate-covered pretzels. Not really a fan for I, me. I am, actually, because I'm a fan of pretzels and chocolate, so when they're mixed together, it's top-notch. Top and the white chocolate ones are elite. White chocolate-covered yeah. pretzels. Yeah, that's Way true. Wow. They call them yogurt. But no, we all not. know it's white chocolate, okay. so I don't know who they're thing. trying to fool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's episode forty-five of the Flag on the Play. I'm Phil, talking about the pretzels. That was Alex. How's it going? It's going good. I'm glad to be back in the lab, chopping it up with the boys. So I'm excited. The other guy talking about the pretzels was Adam. What's up? Good to be back. Missed an episode, but that's okay. Yeah, you know. So, like we said, some people have a hundred percent attendance. Some yeah. people don't. Just had to go on a celebration tour after my pretty fire weeks and picks so mm, yeah mm, nice. made a lot of money hey yeah all right <laughs> the guy who didn't talk about pretzels was owen how's it going it's going good i i do want to get on the record here i do also like pretzels including mm. the white chocolate ones and the regular chocolate ones nice yeah, I, I like, i'm more of a salted guy personally so yeah who is it true i guess yeah, it's all good uh yeah. like adam alluded to there we actually we all missed an episode so we don't have a hundred percent attendance record, mm. but sometimes life happens, you know, uh, moving schedules, you know, yeah. it, it's tricky. So, you know what? We're just going to bring you double the stuff today. Maybe not double, but you know, 1.3 of an yeah. episode. Yeah. We'll go yeah. a little extra for you guys. You Class know, was canceled and there was nothing we could do about it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, are you going to tell the fans where you were this weekend and yeah, why I, we missed that episode? Or? I was at the Bears-Lions game. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have a little too much fun and you just miss the podcast. Miss, miss the podcast. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Flight takes off without you. <laughs> yeah. Kind of well, that's not what happened, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just we'll say, say that's, that's what, happened. what happened. Yeah. Anyway, good news. Uh, we're back. Mm-hmm. It feels good. We're back, but like we missed week four, so we should probably talk a little bit about week four to start. You know how we do on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to picks. We're going to get to Bozo of the Week, Genius of the Week, all that good stuff, but since we missed Monday, let's let's talk week four. Um, probably not in too much detail, but Tom Brady beat the uh, beat the uh, Patriots. Why yep. did I freeze? New England Patriots, yep. yeah. Thank you. That was important. <laughs> um, did the game live up to the hype? No. Mm. Well, for me, it did because I thought it was going to be a blowout from the Bucks, but clearly that wasn't the case. It all came down to a Nick Folk field goal. Mm. So, but I thought it was honestly good. I was more impressed with Mac actually and how he played than anybody else. Uh, I thought he was delivering throws. He he like broke a record for most completions. It was like seventeen or eighteen completions. Um, so it was phenomenal. He played really good. He was moving around in the pocket. So, um, but I thought it was a great game. I think that was him tying Brady's record. In New England, like Brady had 18 Some, completions. In yeah, row, something, something like, like that. that. So it was Owen, really cool. Did you like it? Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I was super impressed with Mac Jones. I think he's playing a really like he's he's got a very specific role in that offense where he's not asked to do a whole lot. Like I, I heard a stat today where it's his passer rating down the field is like 10, like it's the worst <laughs> in the league. So I mean, he doesn't push the ball, and I mean, he's not asked really to push the ball down the field a lot. So I guess he's good in the limited stuff that he is asked to do and does do which is kind of dink and dunk so i mean right on good for him 
But yeah, no, I think Bill Belichick kind of threw the kitchen sink. He did everything he could to be Brady. There's like a bunch of trick plays and stuff. But uh, I don't know, system coach versus the greatest quarterback of all time. I think we kind of saw, even though it wasn't exactly what I expected, I think we saw um, the greater man prevail. Every time Owen puts his subtle jab on Bill Belichick, it'll it'll never fail to make me laugh. It always gets me going. I do think though that he like kind of brought on the rain, only because that seemed like a very him move. He's like, I can't yeah. beat him regular. I yeah. gotta I gotta make it you know torrential downpour. Exactly. So exactly. It, it was the only way it was gonna happen. It was a quick uh, center field hug too. Yeah, like point. Yeah. Eight seconds. I I had my money on makeout. I thought they were just gonna. I thought too uh, that maybe <laughs> drop it at midfield. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been pretty fitting. Um, the Cardinals just mollywhopped the Rams. Uh, we all picked the Rams on yeah. last week's show. Yeah. Bad by us, but mm-hmm. uh, was was that Im- impressive to you? Do you think the Cardinals are like legit? Legit? I don't. Uh, I don't know. There's just still something about Cliff Kingsbury being their coach that mm. I don't. Just feels weird. Fair. Can't commit. I think it's a fair fair complaint though i think there's just something about the nfc west where like every game someone randomly wins and it's just like that division is just so random it's unpredictable i i think i'll touch more about it on our Thursday like, night prediction like but. do we think the cardinals are better than the bucks because the rams beat the bucks well, so let's not go down that <laughs> then, then we got to get the chain going yeah the steelers are better yeah. than the bills yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jets are better than the Titans. Oh, and are you impressed by the cards? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think they're. I think they're for real. I think they're really good. I think they might honestly finish as the best team in that division. With from what I've seen, I just think I watched a decent amount of that game, and it was there was no point in that game where they were unable to impose their will on the on the uh, on the Rams. Like they were able to get whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. Whether it was Kyler Murray running for twelve yards on a third and eight, or you know finding guys. He, he's. I think. All of all of his receivers pretty much got targeted roughly the same amount. Like he was finding everybody, um, and so yeah, I just think they look really good. Their pass rush is legit, and uh, their defense is solid. So I think they're a legit contender at this point. We'll get to them later, as I'm sure we're doing picks this week. They got a tough game against the Niners. Um, the Chardoners. Uh, oh whoa, whoa. <laughs> the Chardinals. The Chardinals. Wow, I really got something. Uh, the Chargers. That's that's the that's team, right? The Am I right? Los yeah, Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they beat your Vegas Raiders. Your Vegas Raiders have been defeated, but yep. I, I have a take about the Chargers. I think they're elite level. Mm. I think the Chargers are really, really good. But how did it – I mean, you, like, you I don't, have to lose I don't feel point. like it was fine. We were 3-0, and now we're 3-1. and I don't feel bad about losing to Justin Herbert. Very good player. Very good player. Very well-coached team. Um, you know, their defense came to play. And uh, I guess Joey Bosa ended up hurting Derek Carr's feelings because he said whenever – Derek Carr gets uh, gets a few hits. He just shuts down. So a little motivation on Derek Carr's part. Let's play a little better. <laughs> Derek Carr. We'll get him next time. Is in, Derek Carr. In Vegas. Yeah, well, there you Are, go. Like, see, and that's the thing. Is he really Derek Carr? I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. I don't know. He gets hit. He kind of came back to reality, but t- three games before that, he was... I mean, people were talking him, him being MVP, so I don't know. <laughs> Weird <laughs> no, game. Nothing better than early season mm. NFL MVP, but... How'd you feel about that game? Adam? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Phil. The Chargers are elite. They only have one loss, and it's to um, a pretty good team. So Okay, all right. Not much to add. You ruined your chance again. <laughs> Owen, how about that Chargers win? Oh, they're great. They're great. I will say I, I, I agree with Joey Bosa. I think that's the main issue that Carr has is, like, I was thinking, I think specifically when he mentioned that, I thought about the play in the, I think it was late third or early fourth, where 
they were they went for it on fourth down and he ends up getting sacked and they had an open man crossing on like this you know shallow cross across mm-hmm. the field mm-hmm. and Carr felt the pressure and he just like hugged the football <laughs> and just like got braced himself to fall down to get sacked so he's not the most elusive guy and he doesn't feel pressure well and when he does i think it gets to him so yeah, I think that's a bit of an issue, but I think, like you guys said, the Chargers are legit. Like, Chargers are super good. Eckler was great. I mean, Williams, we already know, is great. He didn't even play as well as he had in the past. And so, I don't know. I mean, I think they're really, really good. Eckler was so good, it it made me question every time Larry Roundtree ran the ball for one yard mm-hmm. up the middle. Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> strategy choice by them. Yeah. Um, oh, and we also got to give credit to you because uh, your New York Jets won a football game. It was it was something else. Just talk me through the emotional process of finally getting a W. Yeah, I watched a good amount of that game, and obviously, like no surprise, I picked the Jets to win. So <laughs> nice, you know, shout out to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I thought it was a good game. It was I, I, what I do like to see is that Zach Wilson isn't, um, you know, Bad. he's not changing the way he, he is playing. <laughs> he. Like, yeah, he's played poorly. I'll, I'll admit it. And he wasn't as bad this game, but he's still taking shots down the field and he's still, uh, he's still, you know, playing aggressive, which I like. And uh, this week, I guess the aggressiveness just came to play against a defense that sucks. And so it worked a bit better. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so, yeah, no, I think it was a, I think it was a good win and uh, hopefully something for the team to build on because I mean, I think they're, I think they have, they're, it's a talented roster. It's just a question of, you know, getting the young guys more experience and whatnot. So you you have some extreme Jets propaganda going. I don't know what it is, but they put a voodoo on you. I can tell you that much. Um, I'll do. I'll stick with the rookies here, and then you can talk about Zach Wilson if you guys want. But uh, the rookies all look good. Was the point this week? You mm. mentioned Mac Jones was looking good. Mm, I liked them. Yep. Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good mm-hmm. in his loss. Zach Wilson, you know, he played the Titans. So you know boost uh justin fields obviously got his first win he was looking really good who's the guy i'm missing oh trey area trey, uh, trey, trey lance. lance yeah but uh, i thought he was gonna start but it looks like he might not yes but so. he came in and uh he was uh interesting to watch we're gonna give him that that'll be the title he's got a strong arm sometimes it just goes to the middle of nowhere that's mm. what we'll give him but anybody impressed by any of those rookies more than others yeah i like trevor lawrence for sure Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a good game. Now, granted, you know, the Bengals defense is okay and all that, but I thought he was making great plays all along. Um, did Well, they were actually up 14-0. Yeah, they were. So I guess their defense kind of messed that up. But, you know, I, I definitely liked how, how he played. He looked more composed. And uh, I think it's just going to be a thing with all of them that every week they're just going to start looking better and better and gain that confidence. So, But it was tough not seeing him get that win. I thought, you know, a win would definitely help with, you know, boost their confidence even more, but um, they'll probably try and get one uh, soon here. They they covered, so they co- that's that's basically a win. <laughs> yeah, basically. Out of any of those quarterbacks, stand out to you? You know, I'll give Owen a little bit of credit with Zach Wilson. He was texting me during the game, and he said, <laughs> "Is Zach Wilson still terrible?" I said, "Yes," just because it's Owen. But you know, I'll I'll give him a little <laughs> bit of credit. Like he looks a little better. I'm I'm uh, looking forward to see how things go moving forward. Owen's right though. He didn't change anything about his game. He still threw a pick. So yeah, like, yeah, that's Mr. Int. That's the key. <laughs> and it Owen. was a it was a loud pick to <laughs> right to the guy's chest again. Like some of his picks are so funny to me because it's not like a contested catch. Like some of them, yeah, they go off the receiver's 
chance but then he'll have the one or two a game where it's like straight into the defender like just catches the defender him. in stride too bro yeah. like oh my god yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna stand up for my boy justin fields because i thought he was looking good now granted he didn't have to do a whole lot he only mm. threw it like 18 or 19 times i think but he threw some absolute on the money dots in that game he was looking good they obviously changed the play caller there he's going to be the starter for the rest of the season i think he's going to be pretty good i've i better than i thought he would look considering he threw for 60 yards the week before so shout out to him congratulations on your first successful game uh super bowl halftime show did you get oh, the, yes. uh i guess this is more of an owen topic because this is it seems like it's up his alley once again but uh dr dre eminem uh-huh. snoop dogg uh-huh. mary j blige Kendrick Lamar, how did you feel about this? You're kind of a halftime connoisseur, aren't you? Um, I don't know if I'm a halftime connoisseur. I, I mean, I am now because <laughs> I think this is the best lineup they've had like ever. Whoa, better than honest. Jennifer Lopez and, uh, Shakira. and Shakira? Ooh, I mean, that was... Uh, okay, so if that's that a 10 a out of 10, what's this? This is like a, this is like a 10.5. Whoa, Whoa. okay, yeah. so... yeah. Yeah, it's going to be big. Like, I, it might be like a little bit of a Lakers situation is what I'm afraid of, where it's like you put too many, like, old stars, on like, together on the same stage. Could it's be. like, it could be like a little bit of a mess. You know what I mean? Who's the but, Westbrook in this situation? Hog in the spotlight. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely Snoop Dogg. The guy who just always is in the media <laughs> and never goes away. It's the biggest Snoop Dogg. And then we got LeBron, Kendrick Lamar. It's almost like okay. a perfect comparison if you think about it. So, yep. Yeah, I'm just a bit nervous, but the talent's there. I'll, I'll say that. Okay. Anybody else yeah. excited? I just can't wait to see the props that are going to come out of this. Like, mm. Super Bowl halftime show is all about the props to me. So, What do you think the first song's going to be? I have no clue. Could you name a song by these people? <laughs> I could name a few. <laughs> the important thing is Adam will, Adam will know by game day, and he'll make a bet on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. First guy on the stage, though, uh, I, I bet it's probably Snoop Dogg. It's yeah. not supposed to be him, but he just charges on the stage. <laughs> <It will be. laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be lame because it's just going to be like, they're too old to be doing like crazy stunts and stuff, jumping off the roof. So it's just going to be like a stage and they'll just like they need to do punch the in, Gaga. punch out. And like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's definitely not going to be any harnesses like whipping them around the stadium. I can guarantee that. So. <laughs> Oh man, you really have interesting hopes for a halftime show, don't you? It's, I mean, the weekends was good. Lady Gaga jumped off some crazy stuff. They're always electric. This, like, if you put like Dr. Dre in a harness, he'd probably throw up all over himself. So, over under half a jump off a harness. Uh, Slam that under. Yeah, slam it. Um, uh, Carolina traded for Stephon Gilmore. It looked like he was going to get released this morning, but he uh, ended up on the Panthers. Now, I don't mean to sound disrespectful, but this is kind of like less fun of an outcome than I was hoping for. I kind of want to see him on like the Bucks or the Niners or the Chiefs or the Cowboys. Um, and uh, I don't know. Does this like? Do you think he's still healthy enough to the point where this really makes an impact for the Panthers? Do you think this legitimizes them at all? Any way you want to take it, just he's like going to the Panthers. I, th- I thought it was honestly a pretty good move. I still think he has something left in him. And, you know, if you have the opportunity to take Stephon Gilmore, like I think you will take him. Like no one's going to be like, well, we don't really want you. They did lose their corner. I don't know how long uh, Jason Horn? Yeah, Jason Horn's Horn. out. Yeah. I don't know how long he's out for. But they obviously, I don't know why they're so obsessed with corners because they traded like for that uh, guy from Jacksonville. Yeah. Former first round pick. Now they got Stephon Gilmore. Oh, yeah. So they're 
trying to get loaded up there too. But uh, I honestly like the move. I, I still think he's got um, something to prove. He's playing in his hometown. So I think it's a good move. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good move too. It's not like Richard Sherman where he was like a, you know, a really high quality defensive player like four or five years ago. Like Stefan Gilmore was defensive player of the year, I believe like three years ago. Like it's semi-recent. So I think he's definitely still got something left. It was a pretty low risk move as well. I think they traded just a six-yard pick for him if I'm not mistaken. Right? That's right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't see any real downside to making the move. If he doesn't play, he doesn't play, and you give up a six-round pick. But, I mean, in all likelihood, he's going to get on the field for you at some point, and he's the type of guy who will make it almost an instant impact to an already really good secondary. Like, it makes the Panthers, to me, like a really scary team to throw against, in my opinion, with J.C. Horn back. You want to go? No, yeah, and then the Patriots got Jamie Collins. Mm-hmm. Replacing the- Stephon Gilmore with Jamie Collins for the third time. So. Yeah. <laughs> they need to get him every like five years just to make it impactful. I don't know why he keeps resigning. Yeah. That's a weird he thing. He knows what he's signing up for. That's at this some point. like questionable stuff where he's like, Bill, please hurt me again. Like break my heart one more time. Like honestly. How do you feel about Gilmore going to him? I, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to say it's a bad move. I just don't know how much it's going to change. They were, they were already pretty decent defense either way. So. I don't. It's obviously not a bad move. No one's gonna say it is, but who knows how much it changes? Probably not much. Yeah, we'll see. Carolina, Sam Darnold, the, the, or, or as they call him, uh, there's a couple nicknames for him. I, I guess we could talk about this. Uh, somebody was calling him Sam Newton. I think that because he's leading the league in touchdowns right now. Um, somebody was calling him Samuel L. Jackson, like Lamar Jackson. I was like, ah, it's kind of a miss, but you know what? I'll still go with it. But Sam Newton's Sam fire. Newton's great. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm gonna keep calling him Sam Newton. Um, We'll get back to NFL in a little bit. We got some week five picks to do, and we got to talk about our week four picks. But you know what? We're going to bring you that extra stuff this week because we did miss that one show. So basketball is coming up. It's in two weeks. Yeah. There is the GM survey. Did you guys see this? Well, there's always GM surveys. So I don't. Which yeah. one are you referring to? Well, the, I saw some of it. Yes. There's a. There, every yeah. single year they do a GM survey. They ask all the GMs anonymously some questions, and then they mm. release the results. Think like NBA.com does it. It's a pretty. It's that's it's, pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So I wanted to go through some of this with you. They said, "Game on the line. One player can shoot the ball. Who are you picking? Who am I picking? Yeah, you pick, and I'll tell you what they picked. Oh boy, <laughs> don't say uh, it. Like I'll just take KD. Owen, it wasn't Iguodala. I'm assuming. So I'm <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'll go with. Oh, man, it's probably KD, right? Yeah, that would be my guess. He yeah. won, but he got forty-one percent, and Curry got twenty-four percent. And then uh, I thought Lillard would get some more love. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, yeah, he's got the reputation. And Alex, your boy Jokic got seven percent. Wait, Adam, why were you telling me don't say it? I thought you were gonna say Iguodala. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jokic is a good option too. Mm. Love that, especially for the. Didn't Serbians. want to seem biased, but yeah. <laughs> so I took KD. But love that option too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said best coach in the NBA. It was not close. They gave it to Spolstra, fifty-five percent mm. of the people. I say that probably fair. I think. Mm, okay, yeah. sure. Like, yeah. Okay, you agree on? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he's kind of quiet, underrated, but yeah. Shout out to Spo. He gets it done. Yeah, I like Monty Williams, though. Yeah, he was second place. Okay, so that's fair. Yeah. I, I'd honestly put him first, but... Quinn Snyder was third. Popovich mm, was fourth. Sure, sure. And then uh, there was one guy who voted for Mike Budenholzer. 
Let me guess what team that guy works for. If we voted for Mike Budenholzer, I think it starts with a B and it ends with an Ux. Um, best defensive player in the NBA was it was Giannis, pretty clearly in a runaway. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Not hard, but no. superstar Gobert got seventeen percent, and Crumbum uh, got seven percent. Really? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> wow. I'm still actually, getting love. I actually might have voted for. <laughs> and you know whose GMs are voting that? It's Minnesota, Indiana, <laughs> San Antonio. <laughs> like you know, Toronto. Yeah. yeah, they're all voting for him. This one I thought was probably most interesting. They said, "What rookie is going to be the best player in five years?" Ooh, interesting. If either wow, you want to feel the guest, go ahead. Uh, rookie of this year that's this year. entering the league now. Yes. Oh. That uh, hasn't played yet. Hasn't played yet. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh, we got... Interesting. Like, I'm not picking Jalen Green. He was third place. Yeah, no. So, okay. Cade. It's Cade. Process. Give me Cade. Cade was second place. Oh. Mobley. Mobley's got to be first. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Evan Mobley. He was first yeah. place. I kind of agree with that. Did, did our boy Scotty Barnes make it? Uh, no. He, oh, he did not. Yes. Has anybody showed this to Jalen Green yet? Or has yeah. he read this list yet? Or I'm no? sure Make sure he doesn't see it. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Please block him from <laughs> RIP the league. Yeah. Oh, my God. The chip on his shoulder is going to be massive when oh. he finds out he only got 23% so of this vote. So big. <laughs> uh, I, they also linked to what the results were from five years ago. And uh, don't put too much stock in this because they voted that the best rookie in five years would be Chris Dunn. So, wow. <laughs> oh boy, I remember Chris Dunn. Uh, they He's... said player most likely to have a breakout season. I mean, there's any like this is literally like you could go anywhere you want with from this. five years ago. No, no, oh, no, sorry, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna say Hassan Whiteside. Like, <laughs> no, what, what guy's gonna break out this year? Oh man. I'll just give it to you because there's no way you can narrow it down. It's impossible. They, they most people voted for Jaron Jackson. Oh, yes, I did mm. see this. That was kind of weird, too. I like that. That's a good know. pick. Triple J. That's Triple my guy. J. That's your boy, dude. Airport guy. That's yeah. Guy. yeah. <laughs> Early <laughs> listeners will remember that Owen saw him at an airport one yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, he got some votes. Michael Porter. Michael Porter's going to be on this list for 10 more years. Always. <laughs> He's so close to breaking out, guys. Don't worry. Uh, Kelton Johnson got 7%. Shout out to my guy. Mm. That's uh, the like vote that is not wasted when you vote for KJ. I'll tell you that much. Um, but here's what's weird about this: the people vote for the most random things. Some guy voted for Carl Anthony Towns to have <laughs> the breakout season. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> voted for Zion. Um, I'm pretty sure he's already like one of the best ten players in the NBA, man. I don't know how much better. Yeah, you expect him to have like a Jordan year or what? Yeah, he's about average is? forty-two a game. Uh, yeah, on seventy, uh, on eighty percent shooting. Yeah. Um, who's going to win MVP? That was the last one I'll go through here. Um, so mm, Luca would be my first guess. Luca, he, he got second. He got second, but I would pick him as well. I don't know. That's a good question. Giannis was really good. They got him third. They got him third. Like I'm not picking him. KD then? Yeah, they got KD first. KD. But like okay. KD's not going to play enough games. Yeah, Nor that's does he what I'm saying. Care enough about the regular season? What if to what if that. Harden's like a dark horse with Kyrie yeah. being out? Yeah, I think Harden and Curry are good options too. Harden and Curry, I, that that could that's some good value, honestly, because it's looking like Kyrie's not going to play a lot of games here. So and and Harden was yeah. playing really good last year. He just got hurt. Did, got hurt and was had that bad situation in Houston. So the the betting favorite's got to be Luca at it this is. point, right? It is. Yeah, I just feel like that should be like. A pretty, you know, not, a, not like a pretty heavy favorite. 
because he's going to play like if he doesn't play the majority of the regular season like his team's not going to make the playoffs yeah. like they're not going to be good <laughs> so he's going to i think he'll have, i think it's a pretty solid bet i i i would agree with you i may or may not yeah. be investing in that later um <laughs> i did mention that there were some random votes i i kind of compiled my best one because mm-hmm. my best ones because sometimes people vote for literally the most shocking things it's hard to tell what team these people work for who votes these um one guy voted that the most surprising move of the off season i swear to god this is true somebody voted the most surprising move of the off season was mason Plumley going to the hornets <laughs> <laughs> that's an abject terror when that happened the gms were freaking out they were shaking uh somebody voted that chris middleton's the best small forward in the nba that is that's <laughs> inappropriate somebody said the most impactful move of the offseason was valanchunas going to the pelicans oh my god yes that's why he's that so that's the guy that voted that zion's gonna have a breakout year I, i'm sure it was valanchunas throwing lobs to zion that's a connection and there's a venn diagram there and it's just a circle it's the same guy he, he did both of those and uh there's a category what player is going to make the best coach and uh somebody voted for lebron um something tells me he's not going to be doing that no so, something tells me he's good on coaching so shout out to those guys if you couldn't gather from that segment by the way adam doesn't watch basketball yeah i mean i was gonna say westbrook for mvp but mm. i don't want to that's that's didn't want to ruin it that, so. yeah that's why we don't yeah. go to you yeah. on basketball nope. yeah, that's you know fine. but hey it, he's uh plus uh 2500 nice nice so. phil i don't bet. know if you saw this the one i saw was the pick for like scariest arena to play in did you see that one no i didn't who won what do you guys? What do you guys think it was? Well, I'll, it, I'll take Phil's role here. It, it's got to be the AT and T Center in Southwest Texas. Definitely not that. Sorry, Owen. What was the question? The hardest question was hardest arena yeah. to play in. Oh, baby, you already know. <laughs> Raps, baby. <laughs> I get a, I get a theme with this category. Yeah. I I think it was the uh, the Vivint Center, the Jazz Arena. Well, they're the one probably they chose. scared of getting hurled racist yeah, insults. Yeah, yeah. I was Honestly, yeah, yeah, that's got to be. They should take a poll of like the whitest crowds. That would probably be up there for sure. There's a reason they don't do it because that one would win. (laughs) Well, not even though, just because the jazz fans they actually like throw shit at the players. Yeah, they do. A popcorn, water. I know Westbrook's gotten it like twice. So it's it's yeah. It's I wouldn't argue. Yeah, it probably is a hard arena to play in. That's gotta be a hard betting favorite for next like Malice at the Palace. Oh yeah, I'd put money on that. That'd be yeah. the next mouse at the palace. Huge favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Um get Pat Bev and like Westbrook on the same team. Yeah. Oh and no. it'll there go it, down. There it goes. Yeah. Uh lastly for the uh sports before we get back into football. Um not least, not least in the slightest, but uh poor one out at home for the two thousand twenty one Toronto Blue Jays. And uh this is mainly for Owen. I know he was not doing so well the last couple of days. He actually said he boycotted the American League wildcard game <laughs> in support of the Blue Jays. So shout out to you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Respect. Um, Thank you. What a good second half it was. Uh, we can say that. Just fell a little bit short. Uh, I don't want to steal the lead here. So, Owen, this is the floor is yours, my friend. You, you go in here. Tell us how you felt on uh, Sunday watching those games trickle down to the wire. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you jump in anytime, Phil. But um, yeah, no, I uh, I was obviously, I was watching 
for the last like three, four days, I was watching all the games. Like I was watching the Red Sox games. I was watching the Yankees games. I was watching the, uh, obviously the Blue Jays games. And it was kind of disappointing because we had lost that series to the Yankees. So we had to kind of, we it took our destiny out of our hands. And so what we needed was to obviously sweep the Orioles and then get, and then either the Red Sox had to get swept or the um, Red Sox had to lose a game to force a, a like a play-in game. And we got to Sunday and, and one of those teams had to lose for us to get in and, and that didn't happen. I think it was the most devastating was the Red Sox game where we had already, you know, we were up like 12-4 at that point. The game was basically over. So I switched to the Red Sox game and I was, I watched it from like the fourth inning on probably something like that. And I saw the Nationals hit, um, I saw Vila hit the double they go up like five to one or whatever. I think it was five to one or five to two at yeah, the time. Yeah, five to one. Uh, and then come like the seventh, they put one or two more up on the board. It's like five, three. And then top of the ninth, they uh, Devers hits a, uh, a home run and, and they end up winning the game seven, five. So it was definitely a gut punch. What it happened really to you in that moment personally is what I want. Well, I mean, my heart sunk. It was... <laughs> It was honestly like it was tough to see. I because I really, really did get my hopes up. So it was, yeah. I don't know. It's the saddest I've been. <laughs> you have lost words right time. now. <laughs> yeah. It really was. It was sad to see. It was the saddest I've been. I had to turn the TV off and I had to just withdraw. Like I missed the first half of the Sunday night football game and everything. So oh, it was. Oh, it was tough. Wow. <laughs> you really took it to heart. Yeah. It was like a dog died or brutal. something. Yeah, but I mean. <clears throat> It was the the thing that I think makes it most disappointing is knowing how good of a team this really was, and I think anybody that saw the Jays from like this, I would say the last third of the season onward, knows that this team was like we had a really special group. We had I think at the end of the season we had three guys that hit over 100 RBIs. We had the best middle infield in baseball by far. Two MVP candidates in the middle infield. We had a lights out pitching rotation. We had rookie of the year. We had who's you know the eventual Cy Young winner. We had, um, you know, somebody that could have that was made a case for a triple crown in Vladimir Carrero for you know a chunk of the season there. So it was really tough to see, and and I think, you know, I just hope we can retain a lot of those guys, namely you know Simeon and Ray, or at least one of the two, and hopefully we can run it back next year without any of the bullpen disasters that we had this year it was just so many games were left on the table there's so many potential games that could have been wins instead of losses and so it's tough to see it's tough to see i know that was a little bit of a a rant but i don't know it's no, it's, it's tough as a fan well, it all out. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's really therapy for you right now i hadn't talked to you about it you know i was worried i i i messaged you once and i didn't want to you know hear from you again because i knew you were hurt and i know you didn't want to hear from me um i will say you know you said you mentioned to retaining I've been doing some thinking the last couple of days. I think Simeon is more imp- important to keep than Ray. I think I that agree. they they really need to prioritize that. I think that they should get a pitcher to help the back end of the rotation. You can expect a jump from Manoa, maybe from Barrios, you know. Um, it just sucks, man. It actually really bums me out. Yeah, it was yeah. tough, too. I was texting both of you guys um, for those Yankees, Rays, and Nats, uh, Nats Red Sox games. Um, and it, and it was weird. You're just flipping from game to game, right? Every time. And you know, I'm like, 
because I had hope, you know, maybe the Rays could do something here because they went into extras, right? I think yeah. with the or with the bottom Yank. of the ninth. Bottom, bottom, oh, sorry, bottom of the ninth. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking, you know, maybe they go to extras, they can do something here, and because uh, I was convinced one of those teams is going to lose. All we need yeah. is one, and just given the nature of how the games were going, I was like, okay, this is a lock. One of them are going to lose. And then I lost hope with the Yankees game, obviously. And then, you know, you tune into the Nats game. They're up 5-1, 5-2. And then, what, Bogarts, was it? Nailed the... Uh, 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 what's his name? Devers. Devers, sorry. Devers just yeah. crut, just deletes that ball. Um, and then it was, yeah, it, it, that was it. You could just kind of see it was like, well, the Nats, they don't actually care about this game that much to start. Like All the... Yeah. Literally, like, all they cared about was getting Ryan Zimmerman he, into the game exactly. to, to, reti- to retire him and get exactly. him a standing. And then, and then, as soon as they, I almost feel like as soon as they put in that um, new catcher, because they put in that catcher. Yeah, they had to take out a sixth or seventh. And then I was like, well, I don't know. I have a weird feeling about this. And then everything went downhill. Not, I'm not saying it was the catcher's fault, but it was just a weird thing. Obviously, the Nats didn't really care about that game. And like you boys said, the thing that makes this 10 times worse is just the question marks with Simeon and Ray. We had such good years with them. Um, but it, is it fair to say we got them kind of on bargain deals, right? Cause they were like the one year yes. deals. They weren't yes. anything great. Right. Yeah. So picked up these absolute gems and uh tough season. Didn't get in. Didn't, uh, you know, didn't make that lasting impact. We thought we could with, with the guys we had. So I'm not saying, you know, next year, obviously, still expect the playoffs but it was just such a special group of guys that it's tough to see them not even get a chance to do anything all i wanted was the playing game that's all i wanted yeah just give us a chance just for the playing game and what happens happens but i just wanted to have the boys you know just just get one chance to, to prove to, uh, something to everybody Re- revisionist yeah. history a little bit but we would have beat either of those teams yesterday I'm 100% convinced that neither of those teams were as good as we were. So, especially the Red Sox. Can I say one more thing, too, about that Nats game specifically? It was strange as well. The other part that was weird was that Soto was probably the hottest bat in baseball going into that series. He had had an unbelievable month of, uh, of September. And I think he ended up striking out six times in that series. Yeah, which he, he, was had, frustrated he had to, to get watch. like a close to four hundred on base percentage, like a high three sixty oh. or three like hundred on base percentage going into that game. And he struck strikes out six times. And like Alex, what you said at the start was so true. Like I felt like as a sports fan, you kind of get into like the story of it and the theatrics and all that. And you, you felt like this was like a movie where the, 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 the good guys like down and out, but then they make it out right. Yeah. The last yeah. second. Yeah. And so you're just expecting it. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like, Whoa, like this is, it wasn't supposed to go this way. Like yeah. we were supposed to make it into the play-in game and then win the play-in game and then win the wild card and go to the ALDS. So it was, I don't know. It was really a tough, I just hoping we can, we can run it back. So you're optimistic about the future? I mean, I feel like you have to. We have so many young pieces. It's tough because we had all these guys this year. So, yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, we have a young team, and and I think we'll end up – we'll be contenders for quite a while. Optimistic? Yeah, I'm optimistic, like Owen said. Just given the, the, you know, season we had, I'm not going to be pessimistic. Like, the boys did great. I think they're only going to build. Like you said, I'd, I'd probably pick Simeon over Ray. Um, mm-hmm. he just looks like a, it's like an integral part of that, like a cornerstone piece of, of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't, you know, you guys obviously know a lot more about baseball than I do, but I just feel like pitchers can be just so up and down. I mean, you look at Garrett Cole, all the money the Yankees gave, gave him and he just, you know, couldn't even last three innings. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. So I, I definitely pick Simeon. I think he, he has more value and 
you know, we we played in Dunedin, then we moved to Buffalo, and then we moved to yeah. Toronto. We can't take that out of out of account too. So I think a full season in Toronto, bring back most of the boys. I'd be very optimistic. Yeah, uh, and I one note so. on Simeon. Sorry, yeah, sorry no, to go. cut you off. Is he's also young as well? I think he's only thirty or th- he's only thirty years old. Mm. So it's you know he's been in the league for a long time, but he's a young player who's not he's not over the hill at this yeah. point. And uh, the other thing that really got me was seeing Bo Bichette's comments on him, where he kind of got a little you know, verklempt and choked up when he's like, you know, it meant a lot. That was like, you know, ah, it's like, dang, dude, this is like a really special, something special we had going on. It's just tough to uh, get a pen out. And for you in your third MLB season, getting to play next to a guy like Marcus Simeon, who's been doing it for six years, respected veteran in this league, obviously. I mean, what did you kind of learn from him or, or take away from playing next to him for 162? Everything. Um... Yeah, he uh, he's meant a lot, meant a lot to me. Yeah, definitely. And it's frustrating to see Simeon. He's saying, you know, he sort of sees himself as a shortstop, kind of setting the table for maybe if you know there's those offers out there, he wants to still play shortstop. So that's frustrating to see, and it's tough. But life moves on. Hopefully, the Jays get better this off season. If there's any way they could do that, that'd be great. And don't get me wrong, I'd love Simeon probably more than Ray, but either one back would be fantastic. Oh, I'll take yeah for sure. Um. Uh, quickly here, let's let's pick a World Series winner. Is there a team you're cheering for? Is there a team you want to see win? Is there a team you think will win? That you know, whatever, whatever, however you want to do it. Uh, go ahead. What what do you think on? You know, I'd be happy to see either the White Sox or even the Rays. I know they're a division rival, but I just you know this team I've always admired because of the you know they're kind of thrifty. You don't spend as much money, and I uh... kind of like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're a pretty likable team. So either one of those teams. What do you got? Uh, so fi- for financial reasons, I'm gonna pick the Astros because I have a oh jeez, crazy ass parlay going here. So <laughs> let's get off on the right foot. Uh, they're my World Series champions. So can, let's go Astros. Can we hear the full parlay? Yeah. Don't okay. worry about it. Like I'm, I'll go. I'm worried. Don't about worry. It. Like I'll go. Throughout the season, if it's going good, I'll let you guys know what. So I'm... you just pick the champions in every sport, and you put mm, uh, maybe <laughs> is soccer included? Maybe. <laughs> What'd you say, Owen? Are the Astros the first leg of this crazy parlay? Yeah. Or have they? Been... Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're the they're like a lot of hinges on them, so I'm wondering how much I, you know, they bump my payout to if they won. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so I'm, okay, you know what? If 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 it does go good, I'm taking the boys out for dinner. So okay, you guys right. should be cheering. Uh, well, I can't cheer for the Astros, but if I could, I would. Uh, I'm cheering for the White Sox. I went to see them play this weekend, and uh, it was fun. It was a great crowd. It was uh, you know, it was nice South Side. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer for the White Sox, and they're doing blackouts for the playoff games. Mm-hmm. Fans dressing all yes. black. Gonna be pretty sick. I'm looking forward to that. And they're playing the Astros in the first round, so like nobody likes the Astros. It kind of works. <laughs> Adam, do you like you? You've once told me before that you're a baseball fan in the all playoffs right, from right. the seventh inning on. Yeah. So <laughs> that's is, very specific. I is, love that. Is there a team that you like? I don't really like a team. I just like watching some good baseball, some good seventh inning baseball. Nice, I mean? <laughs> nice. So if I gave you the list of teams, do you know any playoff teams this year? I mean, I have a Dodgers hat, and they're on the TV right now. So mm. I they guess could I'll be eliminated Dodgers. after tonight, oh. though. So oh, maybe pick maybe. someone that's already like yeah. gonna have a series. 
Now I'll pick the dodgy okay. stuff. Okay. Confident. All right. So that could be dated by the time this is released, but that's okay. Um, let's go back to football and let's make some picks for this week. Now, last time you talked to us, we made our predictions for week four. And to put it in a word, the week was abominable. Um, mainly for Owen, he went one and five, but he did nail his lock, Washington. Uh, but that was almost a zero point week for you because that one went down to the, to the very end of the game. If J.D. McKissick didn't go touchdown jesus you might have lost that one so uh how does it feel one and five you looking to bounce back Uh, yeah oh of course we're looking to bounce back yeah yeah definitely it was a rough week but that happens um i mean i would just say to the people that have been just following my bets every week and and betting on what i've been recommending here i would stick to the locks those are going to be your guaranteed you put the five dollar bets on the other stuff you put the house on the watch that's what you do (laughs) Here, two and two on locks for the seasons. You're looking to get to the winning department this week. Adam, you weren't on the show last week, but you did text me your picks and I wrote them down. So I will tell the people that you went three and three. Your lock was the Giants and it did come through. But this is, you know, you don't get points for this because you you weren't there to give the people the lock. You know what I'm saying? Good point. Good point. I mean, uh, yeah, that's fair. I just wanted to note that Owen's last in overall picks as well. Just wanted to point that out. Mm. You might you might want to give the fans a recap of the standings for overall picks. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, but okay. We'll, we'll do last. Well, well, hold week on, first. hold on. Are we talking about like picks? Just the five picks we made? Or are we talking about when we pick all the games? Because I know when we pick all the oh, games, we're talking it's quite about a different the podcast. Story. Don't, don't okay, worry okay. about the other stuff. It's, it's, it's okay. a podcast <laughs> business. Here. Okay. Okay. I just want to uh, just want to be clear. Yeah, but I really liked my Giants pick, so um. I'm happy it worked out. Nice, nice. Alex, you went two and four last week, but you finally beat the streak. You got your lock right. We mentioned if you were on a losing streak, just pick Mahomes. (laughs) That is what you did. (laughs) That is what I did. And how does it feel? It feels really good. No, I... It feels awesome making making uh, some money for the fans back at home. Well, you went two and four, so don't get too excited. <laughs> for the lock of the week, though, like Owen said, you're going to want to bet the house on that, right? So There you go. But it feels great. Monkey off my back, off the schneid, it's great. The fans are only at negative two houses from yeah. your picks right now. Um, I went three and three. I was the only person who lost my lock. I locked in the Broncos, and um, a big reason why I locked in the Broncos was actually that Adam told me earlier in the week that he was going to lock in the Ravens. And Adam is such a miserable loser at picks sometimes that I just thought, you know what, I'm going to take the other side. And then I wake up on Saturday morning and I get a text that says, you know what, I'm changing my pick to the Broncos. I go, excuse me, this is not why I picked the Broncos. I literally picked them because of the Ravens. This is kind of your fault at the end of the I day. I mean, on the show, you never mentioned that you were picking them because I like the Ravens. All so right, well, let's not backtrack and make excuses here. You I, picked the Broncos and you got it wrong. I get, and I followed you and I also got it wrong. <laughs> I guess that's my problem. You're for, convinced very yeah. e- easily, hey? I'm not yeah. convinced easily. By me, put up you a, are. Yeah. I mean, you put up good arguments. I mean, that was one of those games where everyone likes the Ravens so much and the spread was so little for no reason that I'm like, why would I? Like, something's going on, you know? That's what I'm saying. So through four weeks, it's base, it would be the quarter poll in a regular season, but it's kind of different now. But I will update the fans. It's nice and symmetric. I'm in the lead right now. I'm 14 and 10 for picks on the show. Adam is in second. He's 13 and 11. Alex is in third. He's 12 and 12. And Owen is in fourth he's 11 and 13 so it's descending order it's all by a game nobody's without a reach right now so again at home we told you in week one pick your favorite person and ride the picks 
and uh, nobody's out of it yet. Mm. So that's that's all that matters. Nobody's, you know, 0-20 or something. So <laughs> let's make some picks. Thursday night, the game is tonight. Rams at Seahawks. Rams going to Seattle and NFC West. This is this is a good game, but why are they wasting it on Thursday night football? This would look better on Sunday afternoon. That's what I think. But line afternoon. is... Or sorry, Sunday night or Thursday night. Wow, I'm, my Stalled Monday night. <laughs> my brain is silly putty today. Um, Rams minus one and a half is the spread on the road in Seattle. Who wants to bat lead off here? What do you think, guys? Oh my! I I volunteer Alex to go first. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> that, like I'm taking the Rams. Okay. Um, on the road in Seattle. I know it's a tough place to play, but just them losing to the Cardinals, I like them. I don't think they're gonna lose two in a row. Um, you know, Seattle's been good this season too, but they haven't been, you know, crazy um, all year. What are they? What's their record? They're two, two and two. two, so five hundred. And it's it's a divisional game. I think McVay's gonna have them ready, and I just don't see them losing losing uh, two in the row two in a row. I think they're a great team. Obviously, the Cardinals game went went sideways, but I'm not gonna forget they beat the Bucks. So um, I, I like the Rams here. Owen, what are you picking? Yeah, I also like the Rams. <clears throat> I uh, was a bit concerned watching the Seattle Niners game. They couldn't move the ball at all for basically the first half of that game. Like I think they hit, they were in like zero. They were either at zero yards or negative yards for like the first quarter and a half. So they did struggle to move the ball for a little bit. And I think if it weren't for, I think there was like a muffed punt, and then there was another special teams error. Like a, it wasn't a turnover, but there's just some some mental mistakes made by the 49ers that. And then Russell Wilson made some really great throws to allow Seattle to kind of um, get back into that game. But mm-hmm. I have some concerns with the way they've played, with the way their defense has looked, and their offensive line has looked shaky at best. So I think the Rams, like Alex said, I doubt McVay is going to lose two at home. I think this is maybe a bit of an overreaction from last week. I think the Cardinals are a really good team, and they made the Niners, or the uh, Rams look a little silly, but I think they're a much better team than Seattle is, even though they're on the road. Adam, what are you picking? Okay, I was telling Phil this earlier, and I have n- I have no stats to back this, but I feel like every single year there's that primetime game where Seattle's like 500 or like maybe just below 500, and we're like, you know, maybe Seattle's bad this year. Like, they're not going to be good this year. And then Seattle comes out of nowhere, randomly wins that primetime game, and we're like, you know what? They still have Russell Wilson. And I think that's going to happen this week. So I'm taking Seattle. You know what? That, I get what you're saying, honestly. I've, you that don't resonates. need stats to back that up. We all know that that yeah. exists. That's a football thing. But, uh, that was their game last week. I'll put that to you. That was oh, last week. So they wasted it. Oh, what do you mean? It already happened. Game? It wasn't a waste. I mean, they got it. It's just, that's, it's done. It's not going to happen again. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Hate to say it. Okay. I, 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 I wasn't a primetime game. <laughs> I mean, you it was kind of, of a prime. Riled up right now. <laughs> like, what are you, like, what? That wasn't a primetime game. Like, it's it a Thursday kind of night a in Seattle. Game. It's going to be, it's going to be the game. I mean, Thursday night, that's... Are we really calling Thursday night primetime? Point is, I'm taking the Hawks, okay? Let's move. Hawks plus how many points? One and a half, two and a half? One and a half. One, one and a half. half, I'll take it. Okay. Whatever. All right, nice. Well, give me the point. <laughs> let, let me walk you through a situation here. You're a player... You're one of 53 players on the Rams. Mm. You you woke up last Monday, okay? <laughs> so this is last Monday. You're, you're on the Rams last Monday. You wake up, it's a nice day. It's California, Los Angeles, so it's a nice yeah. weather. You played at home, so you're pretty happy uh-huh. about that. And um, anyway, uh-huh. you wake up and you go, we just beat Tom Brady. Oh, man, we're so good. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. You go to practice, you're feeling good. Like, yeah. you're sort of half paying attention, you know? You're not really, like, fully engaged. And then on Wednesday, you know, you sort of have that glow. Maybe, you know, you go out on Monday, you yeah. have that glow on Tuesday. Wednesday, you come into the facility and you go, 
oh man, we got to go. We're playing Arizona this week on on Sunday, and then we got to play Seattle on Thursday. So you're not mm-hmm. focusing all your energy in this scenario on the game on Sunday. You mm-hmm. it's humanly mm-hmm. impossible. You got to yeah. save some of that for Thursday. That's right. Now you lose on on Sunday. So now you're waking up on this Monday, and you're like, we just lost. We got a game in 72 hours. We got to empty the tank. We got to get this win. We got to get back. We can't be on a losing streak right now. So I'm picking the Rams. There's not a long flight. Not a long flight yeah. at all. So that was my walkthrough scenario wow. for you. That's actually so really, really good. Yeah. Right into the brain of the Rams players. I Thank love you. that. Yeah. That really good analysis. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, Sunday morning early, the London games are back. Uh, unfortunately, this is at Hotspur Stadium, that dump. But uh, it's on at 7.30 for the uh, people who live in our time zone. And uh, I love the London games so much because it means the football day starts even earlier. Mm-hmm. Do you, are you a London games guy? No, I love it. Yeah. If I wake up, like whenever I wake up, I already know like there's football happening, even if it's the fourth quarter. So I just make my way down right away. <laughs> no, you don't have to wait. Because you know when you like wake up and you're waiting, you're waiting? No. You got to pick got a pregame show. On to die. Yeah. Just got a little appetizer, yeah. so it's good. Yeah, if you know me, I'm not an early riser, so I actually don't have to wait when I wake up on Sundays. Mm. So I'm not a just throws you right that. into the fire. Yeah, I only wake up early if like something crazy is happening, like a nice soccer game. But you know, I don't, I don't normally wake up early for the Jags game in London. So <laughs> that's just me. You know, Alex, how you said you wake up sometimes for the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's Adam with the early games on Sunday. He just wakes up for the fourth oh, quarter. Oh man, yeah. Owen, are you a London games guy? Yeah, I'll be a London Games guy this week. Yeah, let's for go. Sure. Let's go. I mean, Your Jets are playing. It'll be huge. Yeah, that's I'm why I'm going to be there. So from it the says first snap. on the schedule, Jets at Falcons. That's you know, it's a lie. It's a, it's a it's a deceit. Uh, flat out deceived. Yep. Hoodwinked. Run amok. Uh, but the line is Falcons minus three and a half in London, uh, Hotspur Stadium. Like I mentioned, Jets riding high off a of victory. Oh, and let's go to you, man. Jets. Those are your guys. Let me guess who you're going to pick this week. Um, yeah, I've picked the Jets every week, and I worked last week, so I'm going to stick with it this week. I think that they're energized off a big win. Zach Wilson, he's probably feeling pretty good about himself, I would say. He's I, gonna I get think to that's all the time he's feeling pretty good about himself. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's what you want from your quarterback. He's feeling good. He's uh, going up against a team that, like, can't stop a nosebleed. Um his uh, I think his his running backs are gonna have a, a nice day and so that's gonna open up things for him. I think he's gonna be able to throw all over Atlanta. And then um and then yeah, I just haven't seen anything from Atlanta that convinces me that they're a legit team. Like they've done what they did all last year, which is lose close games and play bad defense. So I'm uh I have no faith in them winning at all. So I'm I think that's the, the story here. of the fifty years of their franchise. Play close yeah. games and lose them. Uh Adam, what are you picking in this one? Yeah, I'm not making my pick until I hear Alex's pick and his reasoning. That's I'm fine. So, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Okay. That's this fine. Is Atlanta games, I need to hear Alex's pick before I pick. So uh you know what? I kinda hopped off the Atlanta band. So to start the season I was on. Mm-hmm. Then I hopped off for a bit. I'm back on. Um, even though they lost that game in Washington uh, against Washington, look, I think they're technically the home team. Yeah, they are. So that's a home game. Number one, Adam. <laughs> um, I'm, I was on it, and number you're one. driving me off of it. <laughs> number one, and uh, is that it? And it's they're playing Zach Wilson, so like that's the majority. Like that's yeah. the reasoning. Okay, touchdown Wilson. And put some respect on his name. Touchdown Two Wilson. touchdowns last Touchdown week. Wilson. Two touchdowns, yeah. one pick. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. Like, the Jets winning two games in a row, that doesn't... that That's fake. I think that's a true fake thing. True. That There's no way that's possible, but... Uh, yeah, that's my only reasoning. Yeah, and I'm going to hop on for the same reason. I don't think the Jets can win two games in a row. I think Cordova Patterson's actually looking pretty good. MVP. I, I don't know about that, but I think he <laughs> makes their team look so much different, like the way they activated him randomly. Like, I don't know I don't know what yeah. they're feeding him now, but now, like, they can so score points different. pretty easily. So I'm going to go on the Now they're losing by, I, like, four sorry? points instead of ten points. Now they're losing by, like, four points instead of ten points. It's, like, a really big difference to their team. Like, a super big impact. <laughs> I hate Owen. Oh, also, <laughs> Matt Ryan, that's like Matt Ryan in, in, in EPL, that's like a striker. That's like a grimy striker, gets you like 10 goals a year. <laughs> yeah. And Zach Wilson, I'd, I'd put him as a keeper, actually. Yeah. It's a keeper name. <laughs> so, going to throw that out nah. there. I will mention that this nah. is kind of like sending America to watch like Burnley and Wolves in like a exhibition. This yeah. is really disrespectful sending them the Jets and the Falcons. Oh, boy. But um here's my reasoning here. So like you mentioned, it's a pretty grueling week, all right? You know, you've got a long it takes an organized team wins these games. I actually look back I look back at the history of London games, tried to figure out if the Jets or Falcons have gone recently. Um the Jet Falcons last played in London in 2014. They lost to the Lions. 22 to 21 the jets last played in london in 2015 and they beat the dolphins so you know there's a winning history there in london they're more yeah. used to it since they've been there like six years ago yeah well instead here's the of thing. the falcons who've been there seven years ago, you can't really like get you you know like you said that's discrediting right like you know it's not it's yeah it's a long time ago so that's hard to put stock yeah. into but get this i did some more research robert sala has flown to london to play a game three times oh three times he was a linebackers coach for the jaguars and the jaguars played there every year so you need a guy who's been there on the flights steered the boat he's doing it he said one he said one week we arrived on the monday one week we arrived on the wednesday one week we arrived on the thursday i don't know what he's doing this week but he's got a plan he's been there he's done that i'm picking the jets this week so go ahead Wait. and the falcons are wearing those horrible gradient uniforms i did the uniform research this week mm -hmm. seahawks are wearing the pea green yeah. so i'm not picking them and the falcons are wearing the gradient shade bs so mm. i'm gonna pick the jets well too bad salah can't play quarterback <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly he's problem. not the guy playing quarterback <laughs> um and their name is the Jets, so i kind of like that True. No, the go, Jags. True. Go, go. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, what percentage of the, of the fans do you think show up in Jags gear? Oh, like over fifty percent. Yeah, <laughs> they've been told to cheer it's for just that a CFTO. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, wait, the Jags are still going though this year. Hey, I think next week. Yes. Okay, good because we can't have any of that. Well, that's, that's England's team right there. A lot of flying. <laughs> that's a home early. game. That now that's a home <laughs> game. You're right. And yeah. Fabrizio Romano cheering for the Jets. Don't know if you saw his video, but he's cheering Ooh, for the Jets. That's kind of tough. But. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm still sticking with the Falcons. Uh, Sunday afternoon, game of the day at Sci-Fi Stadium. Show Troy Aikman, uh, Cleveland Browns at Los Angeles Chargers. Um, again, I think the Chargers are a pretty elite team. I already mentioned that. I think they got an elite quarterback. I think Cleveland, you know, they're well coached, but I think they're a quarterback short from really being uh, special. So, and, you know, they've only beat Minnesota, Chicago, and Houston. Not really that impressive. They didn't really pull away in any of those games. So I'm going to pick the Chargers this week at home. I think they're going to keep the winning rolling uh, here. And, uh, wow, a good sentence. <laughs> winning streak rolling. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to take them. I'm only giving a point and a half, so it works out for me. I'm going to take the Chargers to keep on winning rolling. Nice. Um, because as many, as similar, similar to the points you've mentioned, um, yeah, Baker's just, 
I think he's been okay. That mm-hmm. defense looked great. It's been looking pretty good recently, but Baker's just been average. I don't think he can be average against the Chargers. Um, Joey Bosa is going to be all up in your face. They've got a great defense, and then that uh, that offense is is potent. So you can't be you can't be messing up on on your own drives and then hoping that the Chargers won't score because they will score. Mm-hmm. So that's just a given. And uh, yeah, I just need to see more from Baker because I mean, if Carr had a tough time against the Chargers defense, I'm sure Baker's gonna have a tough time against the Chargers defense. So that's my reasoning, and I'm taking the Chargers here. Oh, and you were making faces when we were disparaging your boy. Yeah. Um... I think that the so this one is subject to change. So oh. you can't do that. Being, <laughs> <laughs> might end up being a game time decision, but as of right now, I have uh, I have my Browns winning this game. Wow! And I think that the pass rush has looked dominant. They made um, so they made Kirk Cousins look extremely uncomfortable all game last week, and he had scored thirty points going into every game he had played going into that week four matchup um and they held him to seven points i think they picked him off a couple two either two i think two times they picked him off mm-hmm. so they've looked really good miles garrett is as far as i'm concerned at this point he's almost the runaway defensive player of the year Whoa. um <laughs> or he's at least up there maybe not runaway but he's up there he's up there i don't want to hear any digs or anything like that we're <laughs> not even going to start that neither do but, i <laughs> but yeah their defenses look really good their pass rush is legit and, uh, you know, again, I don't see much of an advantage at sci-fi for the Chargers. So I, I don't really factor that in much. So I just think, uh, yeah, it'll be a big game for the Browns. Big defensive uh, battle there. And uh, I, I like Baker to get it done. Adam, what are you picking here? Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think the Chargers are a great team. Um, they take care of who's in front of them other than the Cowboys, which is expected. Uh mm. Yeah, I just like the Chargers. This is this game I would not bet if I wasn't forced to bet, but I'm gonna take the Chargers. It's gonna be a good game. I'm actually really reasoning. looking forward to this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's some nice unis? Maybe yeah. those dark blue the unis haven't been released yet. Oh, don't worry, I'm on the unis this week. Oh. If it's the baby blue, then I'm hammering the Chargers. Mm. But I if it's think, the Navy, I'm I don't think it's gonna Chargers. be the baby blue. Navy. Sunday night football, NBC, Bills at Chiefs, banger. This is going to be an absolute showdown. Can't yeah. wait for this one. Uh, when I saw this line, I was absolutely stunned. I was, Same. I was floored. I thought Kansas City at home for the last three years has usually been a Vegas staple at least five, at least. They always put it there. The fact that it's down at three and not even at three and a half, stunning. It shows they really don't respect the Chiefs. I mean, why would they? Like, the Eagles scored 30 on them. You know, the Browns moved the ball up and down against them. Again, I digress. But the line is Chiefs minus three at home against the uh, Bills, who are coming off two pretty hot weeks. Alex, what are you picking here? So can I lock it? Because this is sure. my Sure, this so. is your lock of the yeah, week. Yeah, this is my lock of the week. I'm taking the Bills plus two and a half, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So they've been on fire, um, safe to say. They have one of the best offenses in the entire league, and I think this is a big game for them. Big primetime game. If you guys remember last year, I think it was a Thursday night football game. It was uh, Kansas actually went to Buffalo and beat them. That was kind of a big game for them, right? They were trying to fight them in the upper echelon of the uh, of the AFC, and uh, but they ended up losing the game at home. So now they get a chance to go to Kansas and 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 City. stick it Kansas City <laughs> and stick it to them. And uh, I think this is just a game. They're gonna come in. They're gonna be fired up. Uh, the Bills have this. Like you said, uh, Kansas gave up 30 points to the freaking Eagles. So uh, 
the Bills won't have a problem scoring. And then um, I don't think they'll. They, how many? I think Kansas scored forty-two on 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 the Eagles. So uh, the Bills' defense is way better um, than that. So given the given the defense that the Bills have, given their potent offense, I like them here at uh, plus two and a half. Go yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned, two and a half points or three points is a pick'em. So I'm gonna take Mahomes in the pick'em. Uh, I think the main reason the Bills have been so good this year is because of their run defense. I think their run defense shuts down so many teams, and I don't think that's going to do much to affect Kansas City. Like, they don't need to run the ball to be good. They're going to be good on offense regardless. So I'm going to take Kansas City in the pick I like Mahomes. Well, it's three, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, three, whatever. Three a is pick, a pick Three points pick same thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll take the push. I'll take the push. <laughs> Owen, what are you picking? The push. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take the Bills as well. And I, I agree with everything Alex said. They've looked really, really good. And Kansas City's defense has looked horrible, really, really bad. I mean, they get run over every single game. Like They can't stop a nosebleed. Every run, it feels like it goes for six or seven yards. And then they also can't stop anything in the air um, either. Everything, you know, the teams can pass all over them as well. Um, so, yeah, I like... I've seen enough dysfunction or not dysfunction, but enough areas of concern for um, the uh, chiefs so far this year that um, when they're in a team, a game with a, a really good team, like the bills, I think they'll, uh, they might come up a bit short here. I'm going to take the chiefs here for basically the same reason as Adam. They're at home. I know their defense isn't looking as good this year, but Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo's Buffalo's a good football team. I think Buffalo's really formidable, and I think they're going to be in there when the AFC's decided at the end of the year. But Kansas City at home, and I only got to give three, I can't pass it up. I can't do it. I've seen, the, I've seen it covered too many times, so I'm going to have to take it. But it is a really close game. It's going to be tough to call. I can't wait to watch this one. It'll be so fun. It's going to be great. going to be a good one. Monday night football. This game kind of stinks. Uh, Colts at Ravens. Just really blah and uninteresting to me right now, but I know I'll talk myself into it by Monday afternoon, so I'm looking forward to that. But the line is Ravens at home minus six and a half. Um, Adam, do you want to go first here and talk about this game? Yeah, I'll take the Ravens. Um, they're just a good team, I think. The Colts are bad and they're good? The Colts are bad. The Ravens are good. <laughs> six and a half points. Like, I'll take the Ravens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> what are you going with, Alex? Yeah, I like same here as Adam. I'm going to take Baltimore um, for the touchdown. They're at home. Lamar's Lamar's playing great. They just came off a great win in Denver. Um, I don't think the Colts are going to you know, pose a threat to them. Uh, and Carson Wentz is on the, on, on the other side. So True. Yeah, I'm definitely not, uh, not high on the Colts here, especially on the road. So Because they were on the road in uh, Miami. Yeah, and they won. And they won. So another road game. <laughs> and I don't like their chances. So I'm going with the Ravens. Owen, what are you going with? Yeah, I'm going to go Colts bad, Ravens good, one by a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate betting on Carson Wentz. It's literally torture. So I'm going to pick the Ravens as well. Like literally, if, if I wanted you to be punished, I would make you bet on Carson Wentz. The guy is an absolute mortifying to have like your belief in. So I'm going to pick the Ravens. I actually, I, I kind of hate the Colts. I'm not going to lie. I don't know me what too. it is. They really just aggravate hey. me. I picked them for some reason last week. I'm an idiot. I'm an actual buffoon. Why did I do that? I had Miami the whole week. Saturday afternoon, I decide, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to change to the Colts. 
I think they called Swin the pick last year, last week. Oh, I changed the Dolphins. Sorry, that's what. Oh, it was. Yeah. oh okay, okay. Uh, okay. I, I just can't get it right, man. I can't get it right. That's the whole point. I hate the Colts. Thanks, Owen. That was big. Yeah, yeah. I kind of sounded like an idiot there. <laughs> I keep hearing about the Frank Reich Wentz connection. Oh my god. Oh my god. That connection got you to one and three. So I, pump I, the brakes. Hope they enjoy connecting in in the CFL. That's... Let's get a Frank Reich to or a Carson Wentz to his receivers connection before we get a Frank Reich connection. <laughs> yeah, let's work on that one, please. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Frank Reich can play receiver. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, time for the lock of the week. This is big. Um, Owen, do you want to go here, Alex? You've already made already your locked decision. Yep. You've gone with Buffalo. Yes, plus three. Yep. Owen, what's your lock this week? <clears throat> this week, I'm going to be locking in Denver plus one and a half against Pittsburgh. So. Yeah, it's a similar situation to the uh, Colts game. In, in a certain way, I think. I mean, I think Pittsburgh stinks. I think they're a really bad football team. I think they are handcuffed by a quarterback who, really, in all honesty, belongs in a retirement home at this point. Like, there's no reason he should be allowed near a football field. You can't push the ball downfield. They couldn't do anything against Green Bay past that, you know, first quarter touchdown to Deontay Johnson, which was like shocking. It was crazy to me <laughs> damn it um and then on the other side of the ball i mean they're going to be against one of the better defenses in the nfl and i you know we guess we still don't really know exactly what to make of um of the broncos because of the competition they faced outside of the ravens so you know that's i guess up for debate but i think their defense is, is shown to be really good and i know it's drew lock but i'll, I'll take drew lock here you're locking Plus in Drew. One and a half. I'm locking him in. Yeah. I think he's got he's got enough in the tank to get it done against a team that sucks. <laughs> I everything you said about the Steelers is very sadly true. I don't it really, really sucks to cheer for the Steelers every week. But hey, maybe he'll like I don't know, just like do the JD Martinez and roll his ankle a little bit and not be able to play this week. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna take us to the great field of Arizona. The 49ers are flying there to play the Cardinals. The line is 49ers plus five and a half. Um, Now, listen, everybody, Arizona, they're feeling good. They're riding high. They like themselves right now. They're 4-0, last team, undefeated team in the NFL. I get it, the whole song and dance, la-da-da-da-da. But uh, let me walk you through the channels of history here. Kyle Shanahan is 15-8 and eight against the spread as an away underdog. Mm. Guy likes to cover the game. He might not win the game, but he'll cover the game. And they're coming off back-to-back losses. You know that extra focus is there. He's 3-1 and one against Kingsbury all-time. One of those wins, he had C.J. Beathard. So, you know, mm. that mm-hmm. was bad, in, in fact. I know they might have Trey Area. I know they might have Jimmy G. It's kind of up in the air, but I don't really think it matters either way. Um Lance did look kind of all over the place, so it would be better if Garoppolo played, but I, I digress. Um, if he does play, he gets the first team reps. He's prepping. He's doing the extra work. So I don't see any reason why they can't stay inside this line. I like him to keep it close. All of Shanahan's games against Arizona have been decided by 10 or less, so I see no reason why this one isn't close, too. Give me the 49ers, and the Cardinals have a buttload of injuries this week i saw that as well chandler jones didn't practice today james connor i think edmonds was not practicing aj green just doesn't really practice ever but i don't think he was practicing either so give me the 49ers here i like them to keep it close yeah this came down to being one of my locks but i ended up picking the bills but yeah i love the 49ers here um great pick i don't see the cardinals going five and oh uh like you said they're riding high uh like you said they're gonna they're gonna you know come in uh monday Mm -hmm. and (laughs) half pay attention on wednesday before you know it, it's Sunday and they're not ready to play. 
And Kyle Shanahan's going to be ready to play because he's lost two games in a row. That's right. And I like the 49ers here, three and two. Adam, what's your lock of the week this week? All right, with a lot of research going on during your guys' locks of the week, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers minus three and a half. I just knew you were going to pick that. I literally I knew it. Why did you know that? I just it seems like such an Adam pick, and it is. Uh, I was I was thinking of taking Denver. That's a great pick, Owen. I'm just gonna thank you. I'm just Thank-o. gonna let you know that's a great. Yours pick. is great too. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> looking at the Packers injury report, I see no reason why this would be three and a half. I was expecting like to see someone big injured. Sure, Jair Alexander is injured. That's fine. Um, but yeah, he's not good. He's not good. Yeah, yeah, he's not an impact player. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers, good. Aaron Rodgers cares. Sorry, Alex. Um, Green yeah, Bay's, I guess he does kind of care. Yeah, now. he cares now. Um, I think he's disproven everyone. I think this is still delayed trickle down overreaction from their loss to the Saints. You know, big overreaction week two, light overreaction week three, bit of an overreaction week four. And it's just, we're just going to wait until everyone realizes that the Packers are still good and this game might help us get on that train so i'm saying they win by like 10 it's going to be a comfortable cover i was going to say one game i wouldn't i'm not touching with a 10 foot pole is uh new orleans versus uh washington oh that yeah that scares oh. me so much dude what, what do we think about new orleans man that's uh, gonna weird. be the most confusing team they are the most Jameis winston team <laughs> i have ever seen in my life it is it is perfect they, they, one week they're the greatest team i've ever seen the next week they can't move the ball it is it's perfect Jameis. <laughs> they literally just be nine and eight yeah it, it's gonna yeah. come down to nine and eight once again yeah <laughs> they might lay an egg in the playoffs they might make the nl nl championship or wow and an nfc championship game that's Jesus. okay we're watching the wild card game putty that's brain okay. putty brain today um, so to recap the locks of the week, Owen is locking in the Broncos plus one and a half going to Heinz Field to play the Steelers. Alex is locking in the Bills. Locking them in. Plus three in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. That's right. I'm locking in the 49ers plus five and a half at the uh, Toaster in Arizona. And Adam, you are locking in the Packers minus three and a half. It's in Lambeau, am I right? No. Okay. In Cincinnati. It's at Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah. The- For the record, um, Alex is one in three on his locks, and the only time he got his lock right is when he didn't do the lock sound effect, and he just did the lock sound effect. So There's no way I, I didn't do the lock sound effect. No I, you 100% Whoa. did not do that. Okay, then I take it back clean. the lock sound effect. No, well, you <laughs> already did. That, so I'm going to have the Chiefs that. even more money. Damn. Wow. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> double lock in it, so... <laughs> He's never done the double log. So yeah, so now we don't stuff. know. <laughs> no, we'll see. Uh, Bozo of the week, genius of the week. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. This is uh, pent up for me, but my Bozo of the week, I'm nominating Julian Edelman. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video on his Instagram story, but he was watching the Buccaneers-Patriots game last Sunday. There was a play, you might remember it if you watched the game, Matthew Slater ran out of bounds for about 50 yards for some reason on the sideline. Do you guys remember the play I'm talking about on the punt? Yeah, when he got the penalty. Yeah, yeah he got yeah. the penalty on that play, but if you did miss it, um, he was he was gunning on the punt for the Patriots. They were punting to the Buccaneers. He ran literally out of bounds for some reason kind of got pushed there but then he just booked it down the sideline and then ran and made the tackle that's a cut and dry penalty there's no way to dispute it um they throw the flag here's where edelman comes in he posts a video on his instagram story of the play and he says that is a professional you cannot call that on matthew slater this guy's a hall of fame special teamer what is illegal about this um ignoring the obvious that he ran out of bounds for 50 <laughs> yards. Um, it, it, that's the start of it. He ran yeah. out of bounds for 50 yards as a penalty. Yeah. But 
I'm not here for that. I'm here to talk about his setup. Now, uh, his TV is about 40 inches. And uh, I, listen, you made millions. I don't know what the deal is there, whatever. Um, no TV stand. The TV Ooh. is literally just on the ground. Oh. He's filming it from above. The TV is by his feet. Um, here's the other problem. Half the TV stand, he's got one of those ones with the left side of the TV is on one side and the right side's on the one mm -hmm. side of the stand. Half the TV was on a rug and the other half was not on a rug. So it's literally imbalanced. What? Like a, a light wind <laughs> could knock this thing over. Um, it's like on a vent. Yeah, it is. It's on a vent. Uh, literally, here's the problem, man. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like, it's like in the kitchen. Yeah, the other problem is it's in the <laughs> corner the of the room. Out. So you know a couch is not there because why would you ever put a couch facing a corner in the middle of a big Whoa. room? It doesn't make any sense. So just get a better setup, man. I'm not here to talk about your idiot comments about Matthew oh. Slater being a professional, but I'm just here to talk about get a better setup, dude. You're literally a Hall of Famer, man. You don't need to put a TV on a rug, man. What are you doing, bro? So that's my Bows of the Week nominee. I really had that one saved. He up. Well, he, ob he obviously didn't see half of the plate because the TV placement's so bad. <laughs> so he probably saw just where he was running, like normally back into the play, and then that's where I got confused. Probably. I think he uh, might have a double TV set up. I'm not going to lie. Based on this second. On the nothing floor? can save it. There's one, no, like, there's can... one above it. Uh, and I still that double down on that. any sense. To double down on that, uh, he got hate for it, and he called his TV portable 40-inch iPads. That's what he's doubling down on. Okay, so he's saying he's so rich that they're not actually TVs. That's kind of a flex, but like forty-inch TVs are like thirty bucks, dude. Stop watching. On the, <laughs> stop watching on the Michael Scott, dude. Bucks. Get better. <laughs> oh, and do you want to go? Yeah. So I've got one bozo, and then I have an honorable mention here. I wanted to shout out Brad Hand oh. as my uh, honorable mention this week. So we already kind of went through the autopsy, but the Blue Jays lost on Sunday. And I hop on Twitter as, as I often do. And I'm, you know, looking at some of the takes about, you know, football and baseball and whatnot. And I, I look to the sidebar where everything's trending and I see Brad Hand is trending in Canada. I was like a little bit confused. Like, I was like, did he like die or like thing? Like, is he getting, is he getting canceled? Like what's up? <laughs> and uh, I click on it and he's just getting roasted because people are blaming the, uh, basically they're saying like, if, if we never picked up Brad Hand, like never traded for him, we would have made the playoffs. That's and fair so take. I just think it is a good take. And so I just think that he's the bozo for literally having nothing to do with the Blue Jays for like the last two months of the season and still being blamed as like the main reason we lost. Like, it's just like, that's how bad you were. And that's how much damage you did. Um, <laughs> I never want to see this guy again. And uh, I hope he, I hope he feels bad for what he did. And then, so yeah, that was my honorable mention. Oh, you're not going to have <laughs> to then, worry about seeing him again because he's going to the Mexican League. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then my other uh, honorable mention was the uh, was Alex Rodriguez as, or sorry, this is this is my actual buzzer, not my honorable mention, but okay. it was Alex Rodriguez. Um, so yesterday he was the American League wildcard game versus the Red Sox and the Yankees in Fenway, mm -hmm. and A Rod was on the call and. Like Phil said, I boycotted the game, so I didn't actually see most of it. I saw almost none of it. Let's go. Um, Thank you for your service. I, <laughs> but I did get caught up on Twitter, and some of the calls he made were just hilarious. Um, I want to give some honorable mentions because he was getting just flamed on Twitter. Um, there was a ground ball that that um, I don't remember who hit it, but it was a ground ball that went you know through the infield and ended up I think going to right field. And he said that's gotten that ball has no launch angle. Um, 
like it's got no velocity, no launch angle straight into the ground. Um, so I, I guess he got confused about what launch angle was or, <laughs> or, or something because it definitely did have a launch angle and definitely did have an exit velocity. So he got a bit confused there. <laughs> and then he just had some great quotes where he said, how do you beat a bully offense? You hit them right between the eyes. And that's exactly what the Red Sox are doing. They're coming at them. They're not running from them. If you run from the Yankees, they will get you. You can run, but you can't hide. So what the hell? Really, really advanced, just baseball knowledge there. Um, and then he said, "I love the Anthony Rizzo pickup." He's talking about the Anthony Rizzo trade in the mid, in for the Yankees in, at the deadline. He says, "I love the Anthony Anthony Rizzo pickup because he's a baseball player." Nice. That's a fact. You can't hate on yeah. that. Yeah. And that's, then the cherry true. on top for me. <laughs> it's true. That is true. And then the cherry on top for, was when he said that Garrett. He predicted that Garrett Cole is going to win the American League Cy Young next year because. Quote, the sophomore season in New York is easier. Um, well, Alex, it, this was his sophomore season. Yeah, the He's third year's coming. Season now. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a bunch of other ones, but those are the highlights. He was, it was a disaster. Also, he took the time to explain to everybody like the difference between a good manager and a bad manager is. And I didn't actually know this before, but... Uh, you, you guys probably didn't know either, but a good manager is when you want to score runs in the inning, and a bad mm. manager is when you don't want your players to score runs in the inning. So... Just, just for everybody back home, you know, he, he was chopping it up nicely so we could understand it. Yeah, s- simplifying the simplifying game. Simplifying the game. <laughs> Use that big brain. Yeah. What's your Bozo of the Week nominee? Yeah, so my Bozo of the Week was, uh, it was an absolute gem from 2017, um, and I just had to put it in. It was, uh, shout out to Mark Strotman. He pulled this one up, um, and it was a video of Kyrie um, complaining how the Bucks. Uh, <laughs> This is so funny. This. this is so funny. So uh, he was complaining about how the Bucks throwback court, you know, the one that they busted out in like 2017 and they played for like three games. Uh, he said how it isn't safe because uh, because because it's from the 80s. <laughs> and uh, he, he said it's a very old court. And then one of the media people were like, no, like it's not from the 80s. They just like painted over it. It's like an actual like brand new court. It's new. They just put the it's 80s new, color on it. They just put the 80s color on it. And then Kyrie responds and he says, I took three steps to figure out that that was an old court. I needed three steps to figure out that this was an 80s NBA court. And everyone in the like, everyone's just like, what the hell is he talking about? Um, I'm all about safety. So um, see how it is on my knees. See how it is on everyone's bodies. I know that this is a pretty older court. Um, looks like it's fresh painted as well. So I'm just going to do my assessment and go from there. Yeah, yeah. It took me three steps to realize that this is not the same NBA court that I'm used to playing on. So we'll see what's up. If you haven't seen the video, go look it up. It is literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. The man actually believes that the paint job, (laughs) they painted over the court to make it look old, and he thinks it's the court that Kareem played on in in the 80s. It is an unbelievable video. I'd never seen it before. I don't know how I'd never seen it. And... I'm trying to remember what the what the best line was in the video. <laughs> so you gotta so, put in you gotta put the clip in. I will put, we'll the, put clip the clip in. in. It's it, a great video. It is. I am. Uh, I'm gonna vote for a Rod because uh, watching that game was was pain. So uh, I'm gonna put my vote in for a Rod. What was yours? Edelman. Edelman. Oh damn. Those. Are, okay, I'll give you Edelman then, since someone got that one because Edel, like, and Adam showed me the picture. Yeah. <laughs> 
what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. What's going on? Because that TV looks week. like it's in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I swear yeah. to God, I don't know what kind of angle that is. It looks horrible. That carpet looks like it's from the freaking Roman Empire. <laughs> it's like, from uh, the Bucks court, man. Yeah. 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 It's from the Bucks court. Not safe to play on. So, yeah, it looks, it's yeah. tough. The other thing with that TV is you, you lie down on the bed and the TV just disappears. Like, you can <laughs> yeah. see it too. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, Edelman is a huge crisscross applesauce guy. Like he just sits down on the floor, crisscross applesauce. He's got his snack, and he's watching the game. Yeah. Oh, boy. Owen, what are you voting yeah. for? I'm voting for Kyrie. That video was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was a great one. Those Adam, are all great bozos. It all, it I'm, all, going, I'm going Edelman. I'm sorry. Oh. It has to be Edelman. Oh uh, Edelman wins Bozo of the Week. Congratulations. That was, that was one of our best, I think, bozos. Yeah, we all, all had, of them were uh, hilarious. We all had great noms there. Good work, everybody. Let's do some Genius of the Week. My nomination is Antonio Brown. Again, enough talk about the Bucks patriots game. I get it. But last thing, Antonio Brown pulled out this sick comment after the game. He was asked what the experience was like playing one whole game for the New England Patriots in 2018. And he described, quote, playing here for the New England Patriots was the greatest experience of my entire life. Um, don't let the accolades define what makes you happy in life. Um, I'm sure the one game against in week two against the Dolphins where you had 56 yards and a touchdown was the highlight of your career. Um, don't let you know the haters acknowledge that you lasted there 13 whole days because you were released for sexual misconduct. Don't let the haters get in the way of you know your achievements are your achievements, and if that's the greatest experience of your entire life, congratulations, man. So shout out to Antonio Brown that you know not caring about the haters this week. Doesn't he have like children that he? I'm assuming he like. Saw get born too and stuff like that. I think he has three kids, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, just checking, just checking. The greatest experience of my life though. Week two in Miami when I went under seventeen. Oh <laughs> that's insane. Oh, what are you going with, Alex? Um, so I, I don't think my genius is as great as my uh, bozo, but I just had to shout out that the uh I don't know who was how much you guys have been following this. But it's been about an 18th month saga with Newcastle and a Saudi takeover. Yeah. Um. So that kind of got shut down a long time ago, but it's back on. I saw it's back that. on, and we know Saudis have money. They do. So I'm all for it. Um. It would end Mike Ashley's 14 uh, year ownership. But the reason it took so long was because um, apparently there's like huge uh, piracy and like they just pirate a lot of like Premier League games in Saudi Arabia and then broadcast them. So that was a issue and that's why the bpl didn't want to let them take over but they've kind of resolved that now and uh and you know newcastle could be you know getting taken over here soon because you guys could buy them no problem um so it'd be great we'd have like another man city uh yeah a, a man city arsenal. psg arsenal, arsenal. yeah <laughs> yeah kind of kind of team in the in the in the league so i think it's great i think it's good too but you know what i kind of like a free win against Newcastle every now and then. It's, that's it's nice. true. It's nice. So that's that, true. But, but I agree. That's it. That's a like, good move. I don't hate another like all star team. That'd be great. I'm down. And you know what? Newcastle fans have been through so much hell. So you know what? They deserve this one. True. Owen, what are you nominating? So <clears throat> I'm sure everybody here saw this play, but it's uh, it comes from the Monday Night Football game. So the Chargers decided they're going to line up for a uh, a punt, and they decided they're going to run a fake, and so the 
punter receives the snap and then passes it to one of the receivers on the left side. And then Hunter Renfro, who is supposed to be returning the punt, comes up and, and clocks him and knocks the ball out. And so, yeah, I think it was a great play because he's standing back there, right? He's obviously supposed to receive the kick, receive the punt. Mm-hmm. And so he's like back like 30 yards out of the play. And as he, you know, he, I don't know if it was just like intuition. He obviously saw the guy, the, the receiver was uncovered because it was a punt. And so he I guess, gets this feeling that maybe it's a fake. And so he ends up creeping like 15 yards up and then he goes into a full sprint and meets him before the sticks and knocks the ball out, which was a pretty incredible play. I thought um, just a smart player. Like he, he's the type of player where, the, you know, in a pre-draft process, the guys are like, you know, he's a really cerebral <laughs> guy. Like he's really good football player, really good instincts. Like it's like the white guy, you know, he's not, he's like kind of slow, like not the most athletic, but he's like, he's Haircut's like, he's off the charts. Yeah, haircuts. He's, he's losing the hair. He's holding on to what he can yeah, at this point. Yeah. Like it's any hair is a win at this point for him. But yeah, it's a, <laughs> IQ's off the charts type of guy. So I thought it was a great play. I'm gonna vote for Hunter Renfro for my genius of the week <laughs> that you sold me. What are you going with? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Antonio Brown. Mm. Just saying that. Yeah. 24 was... hours uh, <laughs> under Bill Belichick was the greatest moment of his life. Uh, like Owen said. He has like what two three kids yeah none of that matters his wife we don't care so you know what maybe antonio brown's a new aaron Rodgers because he just doesn't care about anything else except that uh amazing experience yeah exactly oh and what are you voting yeah. for uh i'm gonna go with ab too that was hilarious <laughs> that was so funny adam triple yeah. down on ab nice uh phil had a clean sweep this week i did doubled up go. look at that Respect. I'm feeling good, man. I mean, my brain might have been putty for half the show, but you know what? That's, That's fine. okay. We, we we ride with the two winners. Still uh, dealing with the time difference from when you were in Chicago to here now. The it's one tough. hour difference is killing That's me. That's killing you right now. It, it so really tough. is. You know what? That's the problem. Yeah. Um, no conclusive evidence. We'll finish with this. Uh, my no conclusive evidence this week. The other day I was driving home, and I have Sirius XM in my car. Not to brag, but I have Sirius XM in my car. And I was listening to the NBA channel on Channel 86, Shout out to my SiriusXM people. And uh, this guy said, Kyrie Irving. I, I don't know the guy's name, so I, I actually feel bad. <laughs> we apologize. I apologize because I, I was kind of half listening. But the guy said, quote, Kyrie Irving missing all 41 Nets home games would actually be a blessing in disguise. No conclusive <laughs> evidence. No, it wouldn't. So uh, that's my no conclusive evidence this week. Alex, where are you going with? Uh, my no conclusive evidence is uh, we all saw what happened on Monday with Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. Went down. Went down. Went down the drain. But I didn't have a problem with it. And I just think we should have uh, National uh, No Social Media Day. Wow. No social media for the day. And I just, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. We should just give it a go. I really I, like Everybody that would lose so much money, like Facebook would, <laughs> but fuck it. Like, it'd be, uh, it'd just be fun. Dude, the the oldies like, were scared when Facebook went down. Oh yeah, sponsored by Werther's. Oh yeah. yeah, everyone was freaking out, losing lots of money. But uh, just for the just for my idea, you guys should all do it. Respect, dude. I kind of like that I take. Like that. I'm down. Me too. Owen, do you have a take? I do. I do. So <clears throat> obviously, watched a lot of baseball. Playoff baseball is about to start. I think that it's time to expand the baseball playoffs, or at least modify the way they're played. Um, so as of right now, five teams make the playoffs in each to each league. So 10 in total. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a lot I can say about this. I will say I'll, I have three main points here that I want to get off my chest. First of all, the fact that you play 162 game series or 162 game season and 
the the wild card game is one game is ridiculous to me that should be a, at least a best of three right yeah. mm-hmm. at least because it's just it's so it, it's such a crapshoot when it's only one game and when you have so few playoff spots it's ridiculous so that needs to go second of all like for example in the national league here the braves made the playoffs with a worse record so they're, they're not going to have to play the wild card single game play-in game basically but the 106 win dodgers do have to play that game whereas the the braves who won i think 88 or 86 games aren't going to have to do that so do it like the nba does it you can have divisions for whoever you play right it's just for scheduling but make playoffs be the best even if you want to keep it to five teams make it the best five teams and rank it that way so do that and then second of all there's no reason the playoffs would be so much better with the team like the blue jays or the mariners in there like it, it would be so much better to have these teams in there um, and obviously there's some bias in there because I think the Blue Jays are a better team than a lot of the teams that are in the playoffs right now. I agree. But I think by expanding it, you get, you, you get there's the, this, the amount of stories that you can have and Cinderella's is opened up and I think it just makes it a lot more exciting. So yeah, I, I just think the MLB needs to figure that out. Cause I don't think there's any world in which a team that the Blue Jays, like the Blue Jays that won 91 games should not be in the playoffs right now and should be watching from the couch. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I and I think of... there's no reason that Dodgers should be playing a one-game play-in mm. after a 162-game series after win- season after winning a, uh, 106 games. It's ridiculous. Mm. I, I have a couple thoughts on this because I kind of like that you play 162 games and you, like, you have to be the best in your division. I kind of like that, that there's a value to a division. I do like that. Um, I don't really agree with the Dodgers playing this game only if they win to play the Giants. I don't think that's right. I think if you win the wild card game, you should be reseeded based on the amount on the amount of wins you have. Mm. I don't think you should have to play against the best team because you might have been the second best team. You know, it would make for a more interesting conference final, in my opinion, if that or league final, in my opinion, if that's what they did. But I do think that I, I kind of like the monetary value in a division. That's just my opinion but I can see why yeah. you wouldn't like it. And you can take that or leave that, but I think there's there's so much, I think there's so much that could be improved, even if you don't want to do that. There's like there's no reason I I can think of to have the Dodgers play in a wild card game when they're 16 games up on the Cardinals and they're better than every other team in baseball or they have a better record than every other team in baseball except for the Giants. Like it, it's ridiculous to me that they have to play one game plan, but yeah, there's so much you could, it's just, it's ridiculous. Jays should be in there. They should be. Nope. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Jays need to be there. Bottom line. That yeah. was a 10 out of 10. I think if that wasn't, right. I don't know what is. Phenomenal, phenomenal episode. Adam, Adam's been chewing me out that I used the word phenomenal too much. But you, I don't think you said it all day until that. Well, I, I actually don't think I did. Yeah, so, I was waiting but for that it. But it wouldn't be a flag on the play episode if I didn't. Yeah, that's, yeah. So. Alex drops four phenomenals an episode at least. But yeah, you're right. I think I wasn't using it. Everybody has their cut, cr- crutch words. It's like your go-to. Yeah. Like when you don't know what to say, you just yeah. Yours is phenomenal. I like. I digress. Owns is, <laughs> and uh, that, that's that's really the long and short of it. Adam, thanks for coming back for today's episode. Oh, you can expect me here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Next this Sunday. Sunday, of course. Yes. And the Wednesday, of course. Mm. Let's go. Owen, mm-hmm. are you coming back to the uh, lab? Oh, I'll be here on uh, Sunday night. Let's go. I'll be there. Are you we'll going to be in the episode. studio? 
I'll be in the stew. Yeah. Oh, let's get Where am I going to sit? Uh oh. Oh, well, we'll get the uh -oh. chair out. We'll get the uh, chair don't out. Don't worry because I will be gone. Uh -oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, boys. Uh -oh. <laughs> that is so tough. That is tough. So, I'll be on the TV. <laughs> Never. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll eventually get it yeah we'll, one we'll, of these days we'll get one we'll just all come i'll see you on the road i'll say hi to you we'll cross paths yeah, yeah. On the way up high five. yeah quick high five on, on the road, on the the road. we'll all come yeah. down for those uh canadian men's national team qualifiers sure wow, that'd be sick all right all right adam okay. you're okay we'll push a couple beds together <laughs> we'll do the edelman setup for the beds yeah and pencil <laughs> it in pencil it in so in-person episodes will be coming at some point yeah. you know maybe a month but you know what we, we have the overlap going it's a yeah. it's a constant rotation <laughs> yeah. but owen in the studio will be absolutely massive mm, i can't wait huge. for that so looking forward to it uh 10 out of 10 once again any parting thoughts from anybody here no, I'm just happy to be back. Uh, you know, NBA is starting here soon. We got mm -hmm. NHL next week. So back in our natural habitat where we like to be. Yeah. All sorts of sports going on at all sorts of times. So it's it's great. Head on a swivel. Yeah. Adam, any closing thoughts? You know what I want to say, but I won't, I won't say anything. That's, you don't have to thank say it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you. I do know what you want to say. Thank you for not I'm, saying And the fans that. at home know. So uh, you don't have to say it. I mean, I ordered a jersey, so. Okay. <laughs> I'll, wear it. I'll wear it when it comes in. Nice. Owen, parting thoughts? No, 10 out of 10. Great episode. Lots of good sports. Rip the Jays. That's all R I'll say. Yeah, RIP yeah. to the Jays. Good luck yeah. to everybody with your bets this week and all that good stuff and more. Uh, we'll be back again on Monday morning. Until then, enjoy the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to the Canadian folk out there listening to the pod. To the Americans, enjoy waiting another month, and I wish I had your Thanksgiving. But yeah. that's <laughs> about it. So, again, we'll talk to you guys on Monday.